Hey everybody, this is the Full Vantage Podcast, and this is my attempt to document and share the lessons I've learned and am learning as I help build community and culture from scratch that will make an impact that lasts forever. This is the Full Vantage Podcast. This, Isaiah, does anyone call you Isaiah anymore? My family. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) And a friend, maybe. Yeah, yeah. All right, so he goes by Elrod. It's Isaiah Elrod. He goes by Elrod. He is a professional boxer. Yes, sir. And a professional algebra teacher. Yeah, yeah, algebra two. Let's go. That's high school? High school, yeah. Mostly, just just high school. Yeah, because I do algebra one as well. Okay, yeah. I guess every grade, pretty much. Freshman all all the way through seniors. All algebra. Love that. And... So this is the Full Vantage Podcast. Goals vary depending on who I'm talking to. But I have been looking so forward to sitting down with you. One, catching up. Yeah, yeah. Two, dude, I just love your the way that you're living your life. True inspiration. But, like, it's the come up right now. Yeah, you know, sure. It's yeah. totally the come up. Yeah. And, which is great. Yeah. Like, it's cool to see who's around in the come up, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, it definitely is. And it's like, ah, oh, like, who's... Have you have you been on a podcast yet? Has anyone like not like this? I've been I've got so I got a buddy, uh, a couple of buddies actually. They do sports podcasts and they've had me on. They're trying to get started up, so I've okay. been on a couple times for fights. Okay, um, but just like you know, like over. Are they the over. ones doing your live? No, no, that's usually just a friend. Usually, <laughs> I, I just get that. a friend. I'm like, hey, hey, if you don't mind, like, could yeah. you do this? Dude, you, like, you've got yeah. to, keep, you've got to keep doing that. Oh yeah, yeah it helps I me. Think be... I'll do that for forever. No, no, no. I'm on it, TV. Like, yeah, like, it helps me be able to watch it. Yeah. That's... Oh, and I like for because everyone can't show up that would love to still support. And yeah. I, lo- I love. So usually I have someone screen record it. That way I can go back and I look at the comments and stuff like yeah. that and see who popped it. And I like seeing that, you know, because. Not everyone is gonna, you know, necessarily shoot you a text after, and like some people still watch and see. Yeah. It's like nice to see that. You know what we may have to do is we may have to. I just had this idea. We may have to support you by sending Austin out oh. to uh, to capture some content That'd for you. That'd be sweet. Yeah. That'd be sick. That'd be, that would be sick. Austin, would you be down for that? <laughs> that would be yeah. so cool. Let's. Uh, when's your when's your when is your next fight? Do you know? I'm hoping January. Okay. Most likely January, if not February, for sure. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, uh, we may have to, we have to help Elrod out. Yeah. I feel good about that. Um, gosh, so awesome. Okay. 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 Um, the main point of the podcast is to help people understand that the foundation of their future are their friends. Okay. It is who your friends are. Right. And uh, we aren't like the best. Of friends, mm. but we're friends. I, yeah. I would yeah. say like, hey, look, El- Elrod's a friend of mine. We met in 2020. I yeah. remember when we met. I right. remember where we met. It was here in yeah. this gym. Uh-huh. We're in this cool upstairs conference room at D1 in Knoxville, Tennessee. But we met throwing weights around. Yeah, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. <laughs> when you were a junior in college. Yep, junior in college. And uh, you were like, hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a college boxer, a boxer. I do some like random stuff. I'm looking at like. It was mostly random then. Yeah. But you had vision for yeah. like going pro. Yeah. And how long have you been pro? Uh, almost a year now. I think I turned pro in February, maybe of last year. How does somebody turn pro? February. March. I actually don't know that. That's an interesting. 
It's really not as complicated as what people think. Okay. It, how to turn pro successfully versus pro is different, but technically you just got to get licensed. Um, you get licensed by the state. You pay whatever state fees you have to. You know, you have to get obviously physical, blood work, eyes, stuff like that done. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. But to to do it successfully, you it's very extensive because you have to have an amateur background and you have to. Come that yeah, that's system. what it is. Yeah, you have to have some kind of foundational background you ha- if you want to be successful. Yeah, Got you for sure. Okay, um, okay. Tell everybody at that time because when we met, mm-hmm. you were training for like Olympics. nationals, Olympics. Olympics yeah. Okay, explain that. So you go through uh, certain sets of qualifiers. Um, you have to go to a national tournament and place uh, or win it, pretty much. Um, then you get accepted into the trials. Um, then you go fight through the trials. Yeah. Um, but at those national championships, you're fighting the best guys in the country at your weight class five times in a week. Um, you're weighing in at 6 a.m., and then you're fighting you, – you might fight first night 2 a.m. Uh, or, no, not that late. Usually like 12 to 1 is the latest you'll go. Um, but then you got to be right back on the scale at 6 a.m. So to fight the next best kid in the country, you know, and then everyone – Everyone that's winning is obviously winning for a reason. So your competition yeah. is just going up throughout. And throughout you and you crushed it at that time. Yeah, no, I definitely did good. Because I remember um, that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I always placed um, the highest. I, I, I got up to third. Uh, that was my highest placing. But I always had, I had a lot of issues. Uh, you were like, get, you were like, you were getting hurt. Yeah, yeah, I was always fighting through injuries. I mean, I went to uh, I went to one national championship with two completely torn shoulders, um, knowing it. I went to another. I had uh, stomach ulcers that were. I mean, it was. It, I, I went through it every every national tournament. It was always something with my up. Dude. Plus, you have to cut the weight. Yeah, you know, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Because when you cut weight, what's the percentage of? Body fat, do you get down to? Oh, Wasn't it like two and a half or yeah, three? Yeah, my last one was three point two. I do. I remember. I remember yeah. seeing a three and a two when you were like sharing yeah. that, and I was like, yeah, and that's in a bod pod, so that's the most accurate like way of testing you can do. Um, well, no wonder you got a little sick afterwards, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I think fighting just and that's the thing. Like when I would fight these national tournaments, you know, my adrenaline skyrockets. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah, just yeah. At, through the roof, and so. It's harder for your body to recover and do that again. Again, your competition's only increasing as you go through. So, I, and I always, I mean, I got tough. Dr- I don't. I never went to a national had easy easy bracket. No, ever. no. I mean, yeah. it was like the first one I went to. It was I drew uh, Southern California state champ, and then after that, it was like I drew the some kid out of Virginia that was cold and then I drew like the number of one guy and it was you know it was just all the time it was like always tough brackets golly okay so you do that you become pro you've been pro a year mm-hmm. you're you're 4-0 oh. oh, yep. so sick yeah uh and it's like I love watching you go 4-0 oh for a lot of reasons one yes because I know you but then second is like I love watching you win because you're winning in a lot of areas of life. Mm-hmm. Super driven, super focused, and then it feels like you're having fun. Like an, an, an 
like in an intense way. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah like but you're having fun doing yeah. it. Yeah. Putting I love your what I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you have to you have to. Yeah. You can't and you can't sustain that. But so you're four and oh, been in it a year, but like you're an algebra teacher. Uh-huh. That feels like a movie. I'm pretty sure that is a movie. Isn't that <laughs> the warrior? Warrior? Yeah. Yeah. That's like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Except does your school board know that you're Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they that do. would I feel like that would yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. What do they say? They love it. Okay. They love it. Yeah. My uh it's funny, my principal actually, um, he is my boxing coach's son. And so he also helps coach me a little bit. He was a professional boxer. Your principal does? Yeah. He, well, he was, cool. and he was cool. Like he was the real deal. He was thirteen and 12 knockouts. Bad dude. That bad is dude. a bad guy. Yeah. He was. I mean, he was the real deal. He, you know. Dang. Yeah. That's so cool. Do you love teaching? I love it. I do. I. It's. It's definitely like taxing sometimes. It's oh, hard. Sure. Um, yeah, good luck working out and well, and just you want and, you you want to like I love all my kids, you know, and like I remember my teachers that I had, yeah. and I want to do my best, and I want to get through them the best I can, and sometimes me teaching a kid algebra isn't the best way to do that, so it's like also the navigation and like helping them do what I feel like is going to help them most in life. Yeah. And sometimes, and that, so that'll make you go home and think. You know, if you have a kid come to you and something terrible's happened to him, and you have to uh, figure out what advice can I give this kid? You know, that's been through more than I'll ever go through. Um, how can I do that? You know, it's not necessarily just the algebra that I'm yeah, concerned yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah, sure. these kids aren't going to go home and you know, one day need to know what two x plus six y equals three z. You know, they don't they don't need to know that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the part where it gets a little interesting sometimes. Just figure out how I can best help them. And, yeah. And well, because you're you're really teaching them how to problem solve in all areas of life. All areas. Yeah. Not just. Yeah. Numerically. Yeah. Mathematically speaking. Right. But it's like, man, you're just you're helping people, in a lot of ways. You know, you're 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 living out a calling, you're living out a passion, but you're also living out of serving, mm-hmm. and helping. Mm-hmm. Like. Where does that come from? Okay, first off, I think so many people live below their capabilities. Right. What do you think? I bet that percentage is in the 90s. Oh, yeah, more right? than like, more. I it's mean, in the I, 90s. I'd say it's 99. Yeah, okay, I mean, sweet. you got the one percenters who... Who rise are, to their yeah. capabilities yeah. or reach a potential. Maybe right. it's not the potential that they... But a potential. You're doing that. You're trying to help others do that. So, like, why... What is, your, what is the reason why? that you do what you do? It's hard to say. I don't know, I've just always kind of had it in me. Since I was a kid, you know, I've always been a leader in some way. Um, and I've always just wanted to help in some way as well. You know, and it's weird because it doesn't show in certain aspects. It's like, you <laughs> sure. know, you sure. beat people up for a living and then you want to <laughs> help people. It's like, they don't, that come from? yeah, it doesn't really go together. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just always, since I was a kid, I've always been that way. My mom tells me it all the time. You know, that's what she always gets in my head. And whenever I'm down, that's what she reminds me of. You know, it's your, your leader. You know, you're not a follower. You, you're a leader. You're here to do something special. And I've always been told that, you know. And not always the best situations have caused people to say that, but, like, certain situations have, you know, I've always heard it my whole life. Right. I was here to, 
do something special. Yeah. Know? That's no. what I'm trying to do. I know. I love that. So who do you think, who's the person, is it your mom or who? who's like, who are one or a few people that poured into you to help you f- create that kind of mind mm. set? I think it, I think the most I would have to say is my mom. Um, but I think life in general, it's just kind of pushed me, pushed me in that direction. I was always very alone, um, mm. especially at a young age. And then, I don't know, I, uh, I, I've always been outgoing in a, in a way, but to myself at the same time, kind of a, a weird mix. Like, I don't know if I would describe myself as introverted or extroverted. It's just, and most people probably say the same thing. They're like, yeah, it depends on his mood, you know, <laughs> whatever he's doing. It depends on his mood. I like that. Don't catch me on a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> don't catch me on a bad mood. Okay, so <clears throat> I think I noticed that about you, though. Yeah. <laughs> Very few people are waking up at 4 a.m. Mm. Preschool, <laughs> yeah. like before work, yeah. to, do, to do the workouts they're doing. Uh-huh. And I think what's, what's powerful in that is that comes from something and I dude okay when you're alone Mm. there's a lot that can come from that Mm -hmm. I don't think many people are alone very much no no. like with their own thoughts with their own most people go crazy yeah I'm alone for a little bit they they go nuts yeah or they end up filling that filling that void with some other um, stimulus yeah whether yeah. it be phone or yeah. computer or uh-huh. TV. Yeah. And for what, I, what I'm hearing from you is that aloneness really instilled. What did that, what did that, what did that aloneness do, do you think? It, how, how would you describe that? Because that's, impo- that's powerful. Yeah, it, it allowed me to figure out who I really was and what I really valued and what I really believed. You know, whenever you are... Whenever you're alone and you're like in a really bad spot, it's like sometimes the best thing, it's a blessing sometimes. You know, it doesn't seem like it in that moment, but after, usually most of the time you can go back and look at it and be like, wow, that's really good that that happened because that woke me up. And I think me being alone has just allowed me to shape and like figure out who I really am. Because anyone, naturally as humans, we follow trends. We see people doing stuff, we see people wearing certain things hair certain style whatever and we're like oh i want that or oh i want to be that you know and so being alone separates you from that and it makes you really think about what you want and how you want to be and how you want to be seen by everyone and makes you not really care you know necessarily what all is going on you just kind of care about what you value and believe and i think that's a lot of people's issues today especially with cell phones yeah instagram you know social media like it's a great thing, but it's also, it's terrible at the same time because people get on there and they see and they they just become so enveloped in it. And even yeah. when they are alone, guess what? They're on social media swiping. It's like, oh, I don't have anything to do? Okay, I'm gonna swipe, so. You know, as a kid or as a, or as a person, as a human, mm-hmm. what I'm hearing you saying is being alone allows you time and space to, d- determine who you want to become Mm -hmm. not what everyone else wants to force on you exactly exactly because you're going a route man yeah that like nobody takes no 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 and i freaking love it yeah yeah i mean i tell you what dude it fires me up mission impossible come on (laughs) um yeah i mean and it 
it's not like I just always want to be alone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's no, not no, that. No. Like I, I love people. I and love you don't seem like people. a loner. No, no. I mean, That's I not what love, we're saying. Yeah, but it's just like sometimes you need that sometimes you need to be alone yeah to find that and at least that's what it was for me do you, you still know? take time to do that do you yeah. practice that um i definitely will find myself doing it, especially if i get in a spot to where i'm getting my biggest issue is coming comfortable i think as humans we are way too comfortable and i think that's the worst thing for especially men i think men being comfortable is the worst thing in the world I mean, I don't, I just, I like, I would do anything to not be comfortable because anytime I'm comfortable, that's when I'm my worst. Elaborate on that because comfort, I think, I think comfort is one of the main killers of better. Yeah. And best. A hundred percent. I think being comfortable makes you, it, it just takes away the work. Yeah. You know, if you're comfortable, it's like, oh, I'm winning. I'm winning. So I'm obviously I'm doing something right. So I can slack off here. You know, if you, if you look at a basketball player, right? Say you got this kid. He grew up his whole life. He shoots a thousand shots every. That's his thing. He shoots a thousand shots. He makes it to the NBA. He gets that check. He's got a girl. It's like, all right, I gotta wake up to go shoot those shots. Yeah, I'm good with no, 800 why today. Why don't you just stay in bed? I'll give a 600 yeah, today. <laughs> exactly. And then it, you know, it turns. It, I'm it good enough. Gets, I can do 200. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then it gets lower and lower, and then it's like, why am I not where I? Why Why am I degrading? You know. And I think I think with me, that's that's happened in my past. Like I've gotten comfortable uh, thinking thinking I was that guy because that's what you hear. Once you are that guy, you start to hear that, and so you let other people's thoughts control you you know and so even though they're positive thoughts it's they're still controlling you and pushing you in a negative way because you're getting comfortable and i've found myself doing it plenty of times and i hate it i never want to do it again ever <laughs> okay <laughs> okay you feel yourself getting comfortable what's the thing what's like the first thing to go for you comfort wise um, just like, what do you mean i don't know like <clears throat> when you notice you're getting comfortable mm -hmm. what's that like typical like all right i'm getting comfortable here What's that? What's that thing that makes you comfortable? Oh, for like what? What? What makes allows me to be comfortable? Yeah, 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 yeah. My my dark thing is definitely uh, women. Yeah. Yeah, girls for sure. Yeah. I I've just because you don't want to be alone. Don't want to be alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I and that's always been my thing since I was a kid. My mom's always said it too. You know, and so I know it though. So dude, it helps I, a dude, lot. Dude, can I tell you something? Uh -huh. What I found out, I heard this from somebody, and then. To change the game. Uh, there's three areas of life that John 10.10 10 says. Um, in John 10, Jesus is like, yo, everybody, uh, here's who I am. Uh -huh. Here's who the evil one is. Uh -huh. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I come so that you'll have life in it more abundantly. Right. And so, like, one of the quickest ways that the evil one comes in to steal, kill, and destroy is to make us comfortable yeah. and yeah. he does it in three ways that are pretty typical he does it with a cush job uh -huh. so that you're like all right i should settle here yeah. he does it with uh he does it with relationships so female yeah. or male if you're a yeah. woman whatever and so and so like female or male female relationship and then uh and they will get you off track or he does it in he does it in moving out of community 
like away from people yeah. that are coaching you, that yeah. are challenging Guiding. you, that yeah. are guides for you, yeah. that actually care about you mm-hmm. and are willing to risk your relationship with them because they're yeah. willing to be honest with you. Yeah. Hey, like let's let's talk let's talk truth. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. we need pe- I need people like that yeah. to keep me focused. Yeah. So what he does is he tries to target one of those areas for us and it usually it's all three at once. I was about to say usually <laughs> what happens is it's all three. Yeah, you know? usually it's all three. Especially when God is doing something special in our life, mm-hmm. or we are desiring something special to right. happen in our life. Yeah, I love being aware of that personally, but also for the people that I care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because most people, most people aren't aware. No, 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 you know, no. They it's don't like, understand. Uh, we're just going through. And life especially life. if you're in it, because yeah. then once you're in it, it's like the blinders are on. You know, you can't see because it's like, wow, everything's so great. Why are you? Why are you bashing me? Why everything's good? And it's like. Everything's not good, man. No. You think it's good, but guess what? You're comfortable. <laughs> and it feels good, and it should feel good. Yeah. Because that's what comfort is. Yeah. yeah. It wants you to feel oh, yeah. good and feels like you have it. Because when you have it, then you're not dependent. Mm-mm. You're not desperate. You're not in need. You're not hungry. You're not hungry. Yeah. Dude, you know one of my favorite books is uh, – you should pick it up. Great teacher would read this. Um, Hunger in Paradise. Hunger in Paradise freaking good book okay it's like 40 pages oh wow it's a short book yeah and i love short books as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> i love audiobooks lately yeah. just because i can run and i'm like oh, i finished the whole book today okay ran for two hours um <laughs> but uh hunger in paradise hunger in but paradise. that's what that's what yeah. i think of when i think of you i'll have to check it out hunger I'm in not paradise. Heard of it. gosh I'm not ready. man well like you're talking about it like things are going good for you yeah well let's stay hungry right how do you Stay hungry. Oh, I'm because I'm nowhere near where I, what I'm capable of or where I want to be. Talk to me about that. I knew that was what you were gonna say. I was. I knew that. I knew. <laughs> that was what you were gonna say. It's uh. Where are we going? Oh, to the top, to the top. I've got to get a world title. Um, I gotta have a world championship. Come on. I, I mean, I have to. Uh, the goal isn't just one, multiple, but I have to get one, and I know I can do it. I've, I've I've been there with guys that have pushed me, and I've seen what I how I've you know I've never folded. So um, definitely, that's what keeps me hungry. That's what gets me out of bed. You know, that's what gets me in the gym on those hard days. It's uh, it's that drive and motivation, and just to, I want to. That's where the helping others gets to me. Like I, I I do it, my family. I don't ever want my family to worry about anything, money wise. I mean ever. You know, my future family, my family now, I want everybody taken care of. So, Come on. Um, yeah, those are those are probably the two biggest things that keep me hungry, you know. It's not it's not much, but it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that. It's not much, but it's enough. How do people let's say let's say someone says, Hey, Elrod, I am struggling with what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. You deal with a lot of yeah. high schoolers oh, yeah. that well, I, I know for sure. Yeah, friends. Friends. Yeah. Family. Yeah. Anyone. Where do you take them? Where do I take them? Yeah, like, like, what do you do with them? What do you say? How I do you usually, uh, usually me. I, so I'm big on nature. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I like. I feel like we don't connect with the earth as much as we should, or as much as even. I mean, even me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I wish I did more than that, yeah. but. If I'm going to talk to someone about something deep like that, it's usually I'll take them there, and then I'll just – we'll start going down the list of everything they're doing wrong, you know, because that's the thing people don't want to hear. 
but they need to hear. Even me. I mean, and I, I'll tell them the same thing when I'm telling them. You tell me all things I do wrong, too, you know. Um, but I'll take them down that, and then usually I'll open their eyes, and they're like, okay, what do I really value? Who am I? You know, because most people in today's world don't know who they really are. You know, you take if you took social media away for a month, oh, my gosh. People would have no idea who they were. They wouldn't even know what they liked. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I think it's – it's just taken over, and so I usually, that's where I'll start. I'm like, wh- who, are you, who are you, you know? What do you stand for? What do you want to be? What, who do you, whose life do you want to affect, you know? And usually, the, you know, that'll really make them open their eyes and think, and from there, we can figure out, okay, now what are you into? What do you like to do? What, what motivates you? What's something you could actually wake up and love to do every day, not something you're just gonna do yeah. Just because you got to do something. Yeah. I mean, so then that's what we find today. You know, a lot of people just go to work. They don't have any passion. They don't even drive. They don't even wake them up. So why is everyone depressed? <laughs> you know, you're slaving yeah. away. You're well, not doing something yeah. you love. Like. Dude, I, I was. I, I'm so glad you said that. I was thinking about like uh, another day, another dollar, mm. just another day day at work, whatever. There's a lot of like cliche things mm-hmm. that people say about, there's another one. Yeah. Not the DJ, not the DJ Khaled and another yeah. one, but like just another day. Yeah. Like people say junk like that all the time. And it just makes me sad because they're wasting mm-hmm. their yeah. days. Right. Yeah. They're wasting their days. Like how do you, okay, you got this vision, this future. Mm-hmm. You're going somewhere. You're. I genuinely think that that a friend of mine is going to have a world title. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. I believe that you're going to have a world title. Mm-hmm. We need we need people like that in our life. Yeah. One. Yeah. No. 100%. But two is, but how do you know today was a win? You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like the world title mm-hmm. is somewhere in the future. Mm-hmm. One, three months, six months, year, two, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Time. We're going we're gonna to keep consistent because it's just a matter of – it's just a numbers game now. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it happen. Right. It's just a numbers game. Right. Okay, so, like, obviously there's a lot of effort, energy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making it just a small thing. It's a mm-hmm. huge thing. But it's determined because you're going to do it. Excited. But today was valuable. Why? So why is every day valuable? For you, yeah. How do you know today was a win? Because I know you're stacking them. Well, for me, I know what I want, and that's always in the back of my mind. No matter what I'm doing, even this conversation, you know, I might, I might have something going on in my head. Like, what can I do better? How can yeah. I, how can I be here? How can I be? Here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So every day for me is a win because every day that's what I'm focused on. Come on. And that's something I pray for. Like every morning, you know, we we do a moment of silence at school. I, you know, pledge allegiance, moment of silence. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, we do that still. You know, that's schools cool. still do that. So. Uh, and that's one, you know, that's one of the things I pray for is just that I can, I can be better today, you know, better today than I was yesterday. That's yeah. always on my mind. It's how, I, and that's part of the never settling. You know, I never want today to be worse than yesterday. I always want to be advancing in some way. And you're gonna have good days. You're gonna have bad days. You know, I mean, not every day has to be a good day for you to get better. You need those bad days. Ooh, that's good. Just not every day has better. to be a good day okay. for you to get better. Uh-huh. Would you say? That most of the bad days mm-hmm. are actually the ones that oh yeah 
create exponential yeah. growth. Well, because those are the days you find out who you really are. If you're having a bad day and you push through and you get through that day, it's like you did something you hated and hurt, but you got through it. It's easy to do it whenever it's just easy. If it's just a normal day and it's a good day, it's like, okay, everything's easy that day. But not every situation you get in, especially in boxing, is going to be easy. Yeah. You know, same thing with life, but especially in boxing. I mean, what do you do whenever you get knocked down? Because everyone, everyone's got a chin. Everyone bleeds. Everybody can get hit. You know, you can have the best defense in the world and get rocked. Floyd Mayweather, greatest defensive fighter of all time, he got caught. You know, and he, he handled business still. So it's like, what do you do whenever you are hurt? Then what are you going to do? Are you gonna just going to lay down? Are you going to quit? Or are you going to keep going? You know, so those bad days, I think, they suck. But they're definitely the most important. You know, that's what really shapes you and molds you to be what you are. Somebody is having a bad day right now. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Mm. To motivate them to be better? I don't know. What do you say? What does Elrod say? I usually, I mean, I would definitely ask, you know, I want to know why they're having a bad day. Um, that's tough. That's a tough question. You know what? I think that's good, though. I think, I think why is key because it shows compassion. Yeah. And I think it's okay for somebody that's having a bad day to get compassion. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, I don't hate. I do. No, you need it. You know? I think that's. I think that's a great. Like, well, why are you having a bad day? Yeah. I think, I think somebody having a bad day, getting some kind of compassion from someone who's successful, right? From someone who's also in the grind, right? From someone who's also in the mud, mm-hmm. that's having to grit it out. Mm-hmm. Someone that can understand. Someone that can understand. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I yeah, I would say that's why. I mean, because sometimes people just need to talk too. Yeah. Sometimes you just say it. Yeah, you know, I got, I got buddies, all, and that's you know one thing I pride myself on, friend wise. Like all my buddies, they know they can call me. Yeah, anytime. It don't matter what it is. If it's something, you know, if they're talking about something with their girl that they've told me already, like yeah. I, I'll still listen. Yeah, and I'll still give them the best advice I can. You know, and they know that I'm gonna be real with them. So if you know, if you tell me, hey, I'm having a bad day, and I say why, and you give me your reason, and I don't like your reason, I'm gonna let you know, hey. That's not a reason. That's not a good enough reason. You need Dude, to push that's so, harder. That's so good. Man, that's so good. But see, like, you've talked about everything you said, even just like right here, you keep talking about community. Mm-hmm. You keep talking about your people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could say people in your corner, even. Yeah. yeah. Like people that are for you. Mm-hmm. Who you're trying to do this for? Them, in a lot of yes. ways. Who you trying, what, why, what keeps you in it? Them, in a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're. In a lot of ways, you keep talking about your community. Mm-hmm. And, man, I think I think that's, you know something cool? There was this study done, and they were trying to figure out why people were healthier. And it wasn't their diet. It wasn't their um, genetics. Mm. It wasn't their workout routine. It wasn't the time that they were alive, it wasn't the soil, it wasn't the area of the world they were living in. What kept them healthy was their continuous community. Mm. It was how they lived life mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah. Kept them from heart attacks. Mm-hmm. That's what that's when scientists first realized this. 
is it kept him literally from having heart attacks. Mm. And it was astronomically better. That's no crazy. one ever went to the doctor yeah. in this one community. Yeah. And there's this, there's this whole I, I, dude, when I heard that I was like, of course. Yeah. I, I mean like <laughs> yeah. of course because yeah. something happens when you actually have somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You can pull from a source uh-huh. that is not of your own. Mm-hmm. And man like I just thought this would be a cool question for you. Um, it's okay if you don't have an answer. But uh, you were talking, and this kind of just hit me like, okay, Erod has his vision. He's in great shape. I mean, you look great, dude. Thank you. You're like Thank two weeks out from yeah. your last fight. It's awesome. Uh, and good mentally, people, all the stuff. Work's going good. Mm-hmm. School's going great. Mm-hmm. Kids are loving you, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's buying these amazing T-shirts. If you don't have one, where do they find it? Uh, Isaiah Elrod uh, on my Instagram. Isaiah uh, Elrod on the IG. Check it out. And then uh, thank you for bringing these. I'm excited yeah, to cool. get my own. And uh, as as you think about you, what is the topic or the thing that if you were to talk about or if you were to – conquer mm-hmm. mentally physically spiritually whatever what would change your life today if you were to like become a master of it or to talk truly about conquer it? yeah myself mm. if i could conquer myself my biggest enemy and i know that's a cliche thing no no say. no but but it's gonna be unique in how you explain um but me versus me is very real with me um right now in boxing We'll just bring it back to boxing because that's, I mean, that's my life. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's the vision. Um, right now, one of my issues is I lose focus. Uh, I get I get distracted easy. Uh, I lose focus on my, my game plan. Yeah. Um, and in the sense of naturally at heart, I want to fight. The reason I walked into a boxing gym, I, first, first day I walked into a boxing gym, I tried to spar. <laughs> the whole gym. And the guy was like, <laughs> you know, he's like, what? <laughs> like, no. And so I was like, well, what are you going to do? He's like, you can train today. And if you want to spar tomorrow, after you see what everyone does, you can come in and spar at 5 in the morning. All right, sign me up. So I signed up. I did my class. Second day, I went in there at 5 in the morning. I was like, come on, you know, let's go. I sparred the whole gym. Everyone in there. You know, I mean, I'm not going to act like I went in there and just dominated either, but I went, I mean, toe-to-toe. I fought everybody. Came out of there, eye blacked, you know, nose busted, and but I went at it, you know. I mean, that's at heart I fight, and that's my, you know, that's my. It's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's a great thing because if it gets down to it and I need to fight somebody, I'm there, you know. But I bring it out sometimes when it doesn't need to come out, and I I need to be boxing, you know. I need to be on my jab. I need to be moving. I need to be slipping, countering, you know. But that fight comes out of me, you know, and it's, I gotta, I gotta do better at controlling that. If I can control that fight, I can control my focus. I can go in there and just execute everything that I can truly do. No one can touch me. I know that. So that's my biggest thing right now is just focus. Just stay in focus. Bro, I believe it. Yeah. You said this. I love this. Me versus me is real for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Come yeah. on. It really is. I mean, that, and it's, it's been something my whole life with everything I do. You know, it's it's always it's always the mental battle. 
you know, and, and that's what I've got. Once I figure that out, I'm golden. You know the you know the story of Gideon? Gideon. I Bro, that's that's your that's your dude, man. Gideon. Gideon. I don't know if I know it. Gideon Gideon's like the OG three hundred. Okay. Okay. <laughs> dude, that story in the in, in the Bible, game changer. Okay. You remind me of him. I had someone tell me Nehemiah the other day. Oh, come on. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that dude that dude built a freaking wall yeah. with a hammer in one hand yeah. and a sword in the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well that's what I've always said. I love I, that. I had, uh, what was someone told me the other day? They told me I would uh I'd bury myself oh, what was it? I'd bury myself just to show you I could use a shovel, something like that. <laughs> someone told me that the other day. Sure. Sure. Man, I, I believe it. I'm here for it. Whatever I can do to help you, support you, man. I'm excited just to pray for you. Hey, I pray that's, all you I, that's all I need. Lift you up. That's and uh, I'm excited to support you and Team Elrod. Um, bro, I can't uh, thank you enough for just joining us today. No, thank right you. Right after school. Me. This has been cool. Yeah, right after school, cool. dude. Yeah. Oh, man. This uh, this conversation inspired me. I know it inspired Austin. And uh, just... Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for what you're doing. No, thank you for what you're doing. You're Gosh. doing you're doing God's work, you know. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, this is a full advantage podcast with the future. Uh, what's the title again? Middleweight. The future the first one. Middleweight world champion. Yes, sir. And uh, I'm amped. Yes, sir. Let's ride. Yeah, let's ride. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Rand, thank you so much. No, thank you. That was cool. <laughs> It's fun, right? It. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it's cool. I just, man, there's something special that happens. Me, like, I'm just trying to simply surround myself with people that are trying to go the distance mm-hmm. like you. Mm-hmm. And it's the best thing you can do. And I don't freaking care what area. Yeah. It could be a bake-off. Yeah. It could <laughs> yeah. be... Coaching these little yeah. kids downstairs yeah. here at D1. Yeah. It, I don't, I honestly, I don't care what it is. Right. No, I, I agree. I, I mean, because it's hard. That's what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Those are your one percenters. You know, you've got, you've got very few people that are truly like passionate and love doing what they're doing and want to do it to their best. And like, that's why I have, I have a lot of, I love a lot of buddies right that I've grown up with they're my buddies I love them to death but I have very few guys that I know that are like that I've got two really close friends to me right now that are one percenters two well and one of them's fading you know he's he's got a girl and he's faded a lot yeah yeah, I mean a lot yeah so he's I'm trying to bring him back in, you know, and get that mentality. And he's coming in for – we're going to be together all Thanksgiving, so it'll be – Look, if he needs help – be really good. I have a wife. Okay. And three kids. Uh-huh. You can still be in the 1%. Yeah. With bo- with all yeah. four – with no, all of that. Yeah. The thing is, dude, here's what happened to me. I found – the Lord bless me. Let me give him credit because they wanted me. Yeah. The Lord bless me with a wife who I married because she was the first person in my life. Uh-huh. They wouldn't allow me to settle. Yeah, see, that's awesome. And you dude, got so lucky. And dude, when, like, <laughs> that's crazy. when I found her, when when the Lord revealed to me that yeah. she was the one, I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. She won't allow me to settle. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. 
but the fact that you even have one one percenter mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. one and a half one percenters yeah. whatever yeah. we'll give them two two percent two one percenters around you right like it's key yeah well that's who I talk to the most you know but they're good, good. they're you know one of them lives in Boston yeah. and the other one lives in Atlanta well okay so, so and you know like I'm in Denver yeah he's in Knox you know there's very very few yeah like so few of us that's why like there's got to be a way as young guys mm-hmm. just to like keep each other like hey good work hey right. good work like there's a guy yeah that I would love to introduce you to okay who has a gym in town uh-huh. as well he's uh, we were with him this morning his name's Billy Billy he's a one percenter okay brother dude listen to this he has six dollars he told the story this morning I was like oh my gosh he had six dollars he had a kid he had no job and a wife he pulls up to uh, sell something so that he can get diapers. They don't show up. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go get ice cream for my kid just because I want to do something for him. Bro, he doesn't settle. He doesn't quit. Yeah. And, and now he manages one of the nicest gyms. I love that. And he, in, uh, in on Severe in yeah. South Knox. Uh-huh. Bro, we were with him this morning. I've known him for 14 years highest of character yeah and he's crushing it yeah so yeah helping so many people that's what that's what i was talking about earlier like he was in that bad you know what i'm saying that was was the the best thing for him like he could have yes and we talked about that you know he could have easily got and sold that and that never happened you know what i'm saying like something simple like he could have gotten some job and just worked and slaved away and provided for his kids still but never gotten to where He's at now. It's all because of a bad situation. And he bet on himself. Yeah, I mean, you, he ha- bet you on have himself. to be willing. So to. what he did was this: he goes into his brand new gym. He said, "He said, yo, hire me. I'll do whatever it takes." They're like, "We don't have any money. We don't. We haven't even built the gym out yet." He was like, "No, no, no. Don't worry about it. Hire me. I'll bring the clients." And they're like, "No, we can't. We don't have money." <coughs> he gets. He goes. He's like, "Well, just give me another interview." They give him another interview. They're like, "We can't hire you." Yeah. In the second interview, he's like, "Don't worry about it. Just give me another interview." They give him a third interview. They're like, okay, look, you can be one of our guys, but we cannot pay you. And we're like, he does like, I don't care. I just need a spot to yeah. bring people. He went and got him, dude. That's crazy. Man, he's crushing out. Yeah. But that's so cool. Yeah. Um, so anyways, if you if you want to meet. Yeah, no, that'd guys, be awesome. Yeah, like yeah. that. But Yeah, I'd love that. Bro, I'm so happy for you. 